Yo, I got to pitch tonight at baseball practice for the first time in like months. Like off the mound, two batters. Like for real. Wow. And I didn't hit anyone. Last year um, I hit the same kid twice. In yeah, the elbow. just nailed people. Yeah. Um, no, nah, it felt good though, dude. I got three games this weekend. I think I'm going to like pitch in a game for the first time since middle school. Very nice. Yeah. Um, but I'm no longer in Ithaca and I won't be going back up to Ithaca this weekend for the first time. And what is it like four weekends in a row? Yeah, it's like three or four weekends. So that's uh, hysterical. Like, y- yep. y- you could, yeah. So, I am no longer going to Ithaca, so we'll be chilling back home and doing other shit. Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. This is this is take two tonight. Um, I roasted Carl really, really, really hard in the intro to the first try at this and then after we got to um the ninth game out of 10 for the weekend i looked down and saw that obs was um paused so me roasting carl for messing up our cold open every week and trying to segue it into the episode really bit me in the ass yeah, because then Brian messed up. So let's uh, restart everything with Man U Everton. Man U played shit. I mean, they do that. Yeah, they, they tend to do that pretty often. Uh, they had a decent first half performance. Anthony Martial was able to score a spectacular curler, which is the only kind of goal that he is capable of scoring. He scores, like, one of those every, like, three months. Yeah, exactly. Maybe four months. And it's always, like, the goal of the month or something. It's, like, always a ridiculous, like, you know that FIFA shot in, like, FIFA 15 that used to be broken with Messi? The finesse shot from the top corner of the box? Yeah, you just do uh, RB, and then, like, it's, like, two and a half bars or something. Yeah, it's it's that, it's that shot. Yeah, literally. But he can only hit it, like, once in a blue moon. Yeah, and I don't want him taking it enough to try to hit that every game. But if he was able to hit it every game, uh, me and Brian were talking about him being, uh, Anthony Martial being a top five player in the Prem, if he was able to hit that every game, because... I mean, that would put you on pace for, you know, like 38 goals a season. Yeah, exactly. And And with with that kind of goal as the goal every game, yeah. Yeah. Even if that was the only shot you took. Well, if that was the only shot you took, that would be more impressive. But Yeah, if you took one shot a game and it was that shot. And it was a goal every time. Every single time. (laughs) (laughs) It would tell you like... um, you Yo, would be like, that, that reminds me so much of a. Uh, Yo, he would definitely. They, dude, it reminds me of Saitama. Like instead of the one punch man, the one kick man. Nah, Every but t- do you know, uh, 
I'm just have thinking every time the, you kick, um, you score. Instead of every time you punch, you kill. Have you ever played the old James Bond game? Yes. Uh, where you use the gold gun? Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking of. I'm just thinking of the gold gun. That's fair, gun. too. That's fair, too. It, it, it's just one shot. <laughs> um, But Andros Townsend was able to score a goal in the second half. And he hit the shoot! Yeah, and in the second half, Everton were able to play a lot more confidently, and Manchester United did not look like the Manchester United they did in the first half. Um, You were really able to see the missing of Maguire in the back, and the confidence just was not as high as you would want, so... Whatever, shit happens, but it's a draw to Everton, even yep. though we had 71.8% possession. I didn't even know that. That that pisses me off even more. Are, have right. you been have you been annoyed with how Sancho's like the whole Sancho thing? Um, I've been a little annoyed. Um, we were talking about it earlier that you think it's primarily because he's being played out of position, and I, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you on that, but even when we're playing him in his proper position, he's not well. Like, so, I, so a player needs time to one adapt to a new team and two exactly. to adapt to a new league. So, and also and adapting if, to like this. If you system. throw in a new, if you throw in a new position on top of that, you know, well, he he's able to interchange between left and right really well. Yeah, but he does most of his damage from the right. Significantly more so. Or from, like, a left-forward position when he was at Dortmund, but that was a different kind of position. It was a different kind of attacking style. Exactly. (coughs) A lot of changes have occurred that he has not become accustomed to, so I still think he needs more time to transition into his role, especially with his age. But... I'm not super impressed with what I've seen so far, so I really want to see more from him. So, I think we have a situation similar to, like, Werner and similar to, like, Havertz, you know, in a sense where it's just going to take him a little bit. Like yeah, I think I think the Havertz thing definitely makes sense. Um, I I don't know about the Werner thing with the Werner thing. He's been he's been scoring. And assisting lately, he he's and, been playing really well with Lukaku there now. Yeah, because what was I saying the whole time? He needs another striker to play off of. Well, everyone was saying that, but I I would also put I Pulisic over, over Werner. Would you I take Pulisic over Werner? Yeah, right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, they so play different positions. They. Werner's more versatile because he can play the wing and striker. But yeah, I, but it, I, I would probably still take Pulisic. Yeah, with Lukaku, I would take Pulisic. No, actually, I think with Lukaku, I would take Werner. With Lukaku, I would take Pulisic still. Werner, Werner specializes at having a... More dominant attacking man and that yeah that he can be play able off to of. run off of yeah 
whatever. We aren't even at the fucking Chelsea game, and we're sucking them off, so. Yeah, how did we go from Manu Everton to Chelsea? Um, um whatever. Know, we'll get into we'll get into the Chelsea game. Here, but, I'll I'll make it real quick to get into the Chelsea game. Burnley and Norwich drew. Nil nil draw. Yeah, and kind of boring. Was, yeah, it was boring. Nick Pope, sorry, you're you're sick at skills, but shit. Yeah, Burnley and Norwich both played shit. Moving on. Chelsea. Chelsea, Southampton. Southampton. Chelsea. Uh, so, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, you say that this wasn't a smacking. I say I don't that think it, this was a smacking. Because no, I don't think it's a smacking because I think Southampton goes into all these games against the big clubs trying to get a draw. And try. Yeah. they know they're going to get outshot. They know they're going to get outpossessed. They know the stat sheet's going to look like that. So the fact that they got to the 84th minute and then the 89th minute, I just, like, their game plan almost worked. So I don't consider it a smacking. Fair, but my point previously was just the style in which Chelsea were able to put pressure on that back line was different than what I saw out of Manchester United and Manchester City. Um, I was yeah, I'm, I'm really stubborn, impressed by so, that. Like, I still don't consider it a smacking. Yeah, I, I consider it a smacking just because, bro. Like, let's let's check some stats. Uh, 20 shots, 9 on target to 6 shots, 2 on target. And... Um, that Rudiger run, uh, uh, the way that Lukaku played, Werner scoring that goal. Uh, also, by the way, Southampton got a red card in the 77th before Chelsea scored the two goals. Yeah. So, like... And it was their best player. So, like, quite huge. So, like, but... I I don't really they still lost. I know, but it's hard to say that a game is a smacking when the winners are scored after a team's best player in CDM gets sent off. You know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't fully play CDM, but I do know what you mean. Yeah. Midfield uh, general, but, I guess. Yeah, that that's more accurate. He's a box of box. He he crazy. He's ridiculous. But you know what I mean? Like Yeah, I guess. I, 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 I just can't think consider the way a game that... a smacking when your winners are scored, when you're up, up a man and you were playing to a draw until then, even if you're dominating the stat sheet. They just played more confidently than the other two teams that I stated that That's did fair. draw against Southampton. But Chelsea won three one, and Leeds ended up winning one nil over Watford. Following Watford the game, fired their manager, the first yep. one to get sacked. They hired Claudio and Ranieri to replace him. So, if you are not familiar, this is where you filled them in on who Claudio. Is. Oh, I know. I was drinking my water. Um. Uh, okay. Claudio Ranieri 
dude who orchestrated uh, the Leicester title. So Leeds weren't able to win this confidently. I'm really interested to see what Watford's able to do with their talent and with a new manager and their scrappiness and determination to actually win because it's reminding me a lot of like the way that Leeds played last year. And I loved it. I love it. There's one team that's playing better, of course, but we'll get into them later. But from Leeds point of view right now i'm sort of wondering what the hell is happening when you don't put in jack harrison they're not cinderella anymore and they're playing like it yeah you don't put jack harrison in as much you have daniel james playing like all right minutes melier is not as confident back there. Their defense is just completely lacking worse than last year from from my point of view. And they just aren't creating the chances the same way that they are, that they were. Yeah. So, despite getting a 1-0 win, I, I wouldn't be happy as a Leeds fan, especially considering that Melier watched a ball roll into his net and it got called out. I forgot the reason why, but it got called out, so it doesn't matter. So, as a goalkeeper, he probably just knew it was going to get called out, so he let it roll into his net. Like, I, I, I've done that. I, I did that yeah. numerous times as a goalkeeper. Like, I, I did it. No, no. Like, he, he, like, made an effort for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to tell a little, like, why. like, I um I took a goal kick when I was in like fifth grade. Um the def- the guy I like I was terrible at kick- taking goal kicks. So he like took and like intercepted the ball, you know, before it left the box and shot and I just like let it go in and the ref called it a goal and I was like, "You can't do that." I was like, and the ref was like, "What?" And I was like, "You can't touch the goal kick until it leaves the box." And the ref was like, "Oh wow, you're right." And I was like, "I know. That's why I let why the ball go in." Know? I was like, "Why didn't you know?" And he yeah. was like, "I don't, I, I don't know." Now that's not a rule, though. Yeah. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leeds not that confident win over Watford is a perfect place to lead into a Wolves more confident win over Newcastle thanks to Raul Jimenez being able to have a great performance. I think it's more about He yeah. Chan Huang. Yeah, he wasn't the focal point. Of course we have to talk about He Chan. Cause he nuts. Um Bruh. It it was absolutely nuts. Uh, he he was able to finish two great chances that were created by Jimenez, um, but I that the patience on the second finish was great. The way that he took the first finish was amazing. Uh, I'm really impressed by what he was able to do, and I'm looking forward to see what he can do in the future. And with the way that Jimenez played, I'm really happy to be able to see him like that because we haven't been been able to see a performance like this 
since he got injured. Yep. And then with Newcastle, I'm not even going to take anything away from them because they played a pretty damn good game, too. Yeah, they they set up a chance at an equalizer, and I mean, Jose saw just stoned Alan St. Maximin. Yeah. So, that's not, you know... Yeah, that's not to take away from anyone. That was just great goalkeeping, and shit happens. But St. Maximin had a great game, and they were able to, Newcastle as a whole, were able to create chances. Um, I was super impressed by that. I want to see what they're able to do in weeks coming, but I'm more wondering what Wolves are going to do. Because if Jimenez can keep on performing like that, we may see Wolves of old again. Yeah, if if their offense can start clicking again. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's still so early that they have time, you know? Exactly. That's the main thing. They just. I said that I thought last week could be a turning point, and it seems like it could have been a turning point. Yeah, I'll definitely see the way that Jimenez plays in weeks to come because if he continues up that run of form, we'll be talking about Wolves a lot more. And another team that we'll continue to be talking about is Brighton because they're staying pretty high on the table. They just drew Arsenal. I I think it's honestly more Arsenal drew Brighton. Um. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, but, right, uh, right now. Yeah, I agree with that. But it was a really back and forth game. Um. So I was surprised. Uh, Arsenal were able to create chances, but Brighton were able to defend them, and vice versa. It it, it was a very back and forth game, very similar to. The Burnley Norwich game, but it was, in my opinion, it was a little more exciting. Um, Brighton had twenty-one shots. Yeah, and only two of them were on target. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting drills. Yeah, that sounds a little bit like Leeds of last year. This is literally like. Them every time they take a shot. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Yeah. And it's it's not like a city where they can just rock, paper, scissors to see who will Yo, take the free You kick. just mentioned city. I, I just mentioned, I just, I, I thought of when I played that sound when Vincent Company hit that banger. And, like, they were like, don't shoot. They're like, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. And he's like, but I am that guy. And he hit You know who else hit a banger like that? Who? Umtiti. Yes. Umtiti. Yes. All right. Moving on. Palace, Leicester. Leicester confident in the first half. Vardy carrying. Leicester just scoring as well. Second half. Um. Yeah, they pooped the bed very viciously in the second half. Yes, yes, 
They uh, are missing Fafana so badly. They have no defense. And of course, I love Soyanchi, but he can only do so much. And yeah. Schmeichel can only do so much. He's playing out. He's still playing like out of his mind. Exactly. That's the funniest part. He's still having a ridiculous but, season and he's still conceding as much as he is. Yeah. Like, that was very similar to the way that um, I wasn't blaming De Gea at the beginning of the season for anything like the first couple games. Because the goals that he was conceding were just stupid. So I'm not going to be insane and be like, okay, yeah, you're going to become prime Neuer or prime De Gea, like, Every single time these shots are shot at you. Yo, De Gea's been playing like a monster lately. Yeah. Forgot to mention that during the United talk. Yo, He's Spurs been playing really Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not letting I'm not I'm not letting you talk about De Gea being good anymore. I'm not letting you start going on a rant, like a tangent about being United good. That was like a small little I, thing. I, I, Spur- I, I wasn't Spurs going Villa. about anyone being good. I was going to start roasting to him, but we'll, oh, that, we'll that's keep funny. it moving. That's funny. Um, yeah, Spurs beat Villa. And Spurs has a lot to do in terms of chemistry uh, to actually develop because... New manager, new system, new defense. Yeah, there's just a lot. And a lot Villa new. do as well. Like, don't get me wrong, Villa do with uh, Buendia and everyone. Yeah. But all I'm saying is Spurs looked fucking good. Spurs looked good in yeah, that game. Yeah, human son. Amazing. Sonaldo's just a different breed. Yep, he, he kept on showing. Uh, he, we like, got doesn't see... get tired and he doesn't have a weak nope. foot. And then we got to see glimpses of And Kane. he doesn't stop smiling. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. He rarely stops. Well, he he smiles a little Bro, bit less than Conte. Every time he gets challenged, the, the face he makes is just, like, the funniest thing in the world. The face yeah. that he makes to the ref is probably the funniest thing. Yeah, he's got some good facial expressions. Yeah, but, um, Spurs look good. Their defense still doesn't even have... Uh, Sanchez starting in it, so I want to see when their back lines with Royale, Sanchez, Romero, and Regulon. I think that's a their ideal back line right now. And there's a lot of changes that can be made throughout the side, but I'm I'm curious what they will do. But impressive win overall. Yeah. And then yeah. Villa, um, Mings. Played a decent game. Nothing crazy. They need to keep on. Watkins gets his first goal of the season. Yeah, I mentioned that um, when we previously recorded. Thank you for saying that again, because that's a good shout. Yeah, I forgot entirely. But uh, Danny. Hold up. I'm zoned out right now. I have my TV on mute next to me, and Albert Pujols is pinch hitting against the Cardinals in, in in the playoffs. Continue. I just had to mention that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sports nerd, and I'm playing baseball now. So, like, 
Alright, uh, Ings is taking away from Watkins' gold production, but we'll see uh, if Watkins can keep it up because he's still moving off of injury. Fair. Uh, and I just want to see that entire Villa side just start clicking more and more. Once Zunzabi can move into the side, Buendia is starting again, and when they start moving like Traore as like a super sub, I'll be really impressed with this side because there's a lot of possibilities for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's a good Yo, point. Shocker, shocker of the weekend, shocker of the weekend, shocker of the weekend, shocker of the weekend. Yeah, good point to lead into definitely the shocker of the weekend and um, not the shocker of the season because week one was the shocker of the season, but it's the same team. And we were mentioning this team earlier as another team that has just been promoted. Cinderella this year. Oh my god, Brentford are fucking amazing. They're like Wolves the year Wolves got promoted. Straight up. They're a good side. Their defense is so confident. Yeah. Like, that's the main thing. Like, most of these sides, you get to see a real counter-attacking football to them, where you... You get to see like the attacking prowess that you saw. Yeah, the same guy that scored the late the late equalizer against Liverpool scored the late winner against West Ham. Bro, he's disgusting. They're doing it to him. They're doing it to everyone. They're they're super impressive right now. I'm I, I honestly don't even know what to say because when you look at West Ham's starting lineup, they started pretty much their strongest starting lineup. Yeah. Like they're they're who I, I wouldn't swap anyone else in. No. Like you start in your starting formation, the four two three one, and you just get completely beat by Brentford. Like, they end up playing a little more counter-attacking than they did against, like, Arsenal, because that was different. They they smacked Arsenal, but they still had more shots on target than fucking West Ham by the end of the game. And they were still playing confident. They deserve to win this game. Yeah. Like, at, they they are an amazing story this season, and I just yep. want to keep on seeing them improve more and more because they definitely can. Yeah. Yo, so do you remember when we were talking our last episode about how I was hoping that the Liverpool Man City game would be like another instant classic that was like super exciting the whole game and like, you know, right? Down to the wire and, to the very end. And and it was. Dude, this game was Awesome. Yeah. Also, um, Mo Salah is the best player in the Prem right now. You can say that. I don't really think it's in the last... He's on the best form of anyone right now in the last however many weeks. He, he has scored in every single game he's played in this season. Um, no, maybe not every single game. He has six goals. Uh, I don't. I don't, he might, he, I don't he, think it's every game. He scored in almost every single game he's played this season. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter that much considering. 
I mean, he has but, nine goal contributions in seven games. Yeah, he exactly. has nine goal contributions of the team's seventeen. He he's not doing what Kane did last year. No, but, but he's fucking disgusting right now. He's he's on a different level right now. Yeah, like the first couple weeks, uh, I was probably saying like Bruno is on that level, and then. After I just think right signing, now, with the way he's that he's playing, off. like, Mo, Mo's assist to Mane was beautiful. And his goal, where he, you know, broke the entire team, was nuts. Yeah. Um, also, Bernardo Silva. Me. Bernardo Silva had a better run than Mo's run that ended in a great pass that got just denied um like this game was awesome in every aspect liverpool's goals liverpool's goals were great foden's finish was spectacular um when kdb got the ball rolled to him like right at the top of the box i was like oh no yeah nah everyone knew what was happening with that and then the ball got drilled, power, curl, finesse, everything you would want behind a left-footed shot. Perfectly above. Uh, Perfectly I'm into the sure top corner. Raheem, Raheem Sterling was like laying on the ground too, so it even made the save harder. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it was. It was the last thing a Liverpool fan wanted to see. Yeah, but absolutely nuts. Um, I I sort of have to say that Mosal is probably in the best form currently, but we'll see if he's able to keep that up. Um, because yeah. I thought Paul Pogba was in the best form. I don't think. So. I thought. Yeah, I, I don't think I, anymore. I I think I think Mo has a personal agenda. He wants his Liverpool extension. He wants more money. They don't want to break their pay structure. But he wants to show how good he is. You know? We'll see what ends up happening with Mo, but he's definitely just on a complete tear, and it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. And that is going to wrap up our games for this week. And Brian actually has some transfer news. So, yeah. I scroll through Instagram profusely. So, my first bit of transfer news um, from Puberty Sport. Um, Lequipe is their source. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Um, Pogba wants to extend his Man United contract, and he's making that public now. Um, It was... It would see him become one of the highest-paid Premier League players. But I figured Carl would want to hear that. Of course. Apparently, the Newcastle takeover is back on. Oh, really? This is from uh, also Puberty Sport, but their source is Matt Lawton from The Times. Um, or just, it says Times. 
The takeover by consortium led by Saudi Arabia could be confirmed in the next few days. Big news for football. Um, that was 11 hours ago. I consider mm-hmm. that transfer news. Borussia Dortmund are looking to double Erling Holland's salary to try and get him to stay. Which is also huge. Yeah. You got anything you want to say about that? Please sell want... everything to Bayern still, but I, I don't see that happening in a few years because they're really developing into a top club. Uh, Yeah. So Fiorentina, their young striker, Dusan Vlahovic, he has their contract talks have stalled and he's announced that he's going to leave the club when his contract expires. But that's in 2023, so they've set a 90 million pound, or not 90 million pound, 90 million euro price tag on him. Yep, so we'll see if he gets picked up. Um, That's a big what if. Um, And then I got one more thing. Um, This is from the Football News Instagram. Um, Their source is Sport. But Raheem Sterling is interested in the idea of joining Barca. He's already given his approval in the summer, and contacts continue. It would be a loan. Um, his salary is high, but apparently it's affordable. I don't understand how it's affordable because uh, Barca doesn't have money. But I think that would be good for him and them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was just kind of a quick little rundown. There's still not, you know, much because, oh, also Papa Perez says that they hope to have the Mbappe thing sorted out on January 1st. Uh, Mbappe confirmed that he called Neymar a tramp or a bum. There were multiple translations for it after the whole not passing thing. And Mbappe apparently said that he wanted to leave the club in July, even though the club said that he informed them at the like beginning of August, and he was like, no. Yeah. So there's definitely drama behind the scenes in the PSG situation. But apparently now I also saw that their contract talks are going well. Exactly. I was about to say the same thing. So we'll see what all these different sources are actually saying there's still a lot of time for the Mbappe situation so I'm not gonna even try to guess where he'll end up but yeah I think that's game guessing to lead into our games uh predicting for week eight and um, I am going to do the first two games, and then Carl is going to do the second two games, and then we're just going to go one for one after that. Yep, sounds good. And just so By you the guys way, know, the yeah, score are... is 54 to 40. Um, That's a lot. Ryan sucks. So yeah. So I'm, I'm beating him. Yeah. Oh, yo. Totally, total pause, but... Did I tell you what Caroline got me for my birthday slash our anniversary? Because it's related to the show and it's dope. What? She got me a hat and a beanie with our logo on it. Nice. Like, 
And they look dope. Like, they're embroidered, not ironed on. So they're, like, really nice hats and really comfy. So you'll definitely just be wearing that all the time instead of the Ithaca hat, right? Well, it depends on the day. Um, but I, in, uh, the win- okay. in the winter, yeah, that beanie's going to be on my head 24-7. Uh, yeah. It was an awesome gift. Like, I love it. And if we ever have any, if we ever have any sort of merch, the logo looks good on on stuff. Yeah, I have a t-shirt with it. It looks pretty good. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Liverpool, Watford. What you taking? Three nil. Three nil. All right. Um, Liverpool been on a tear lately. Yeah, I, I'm copying you. There's no reason not to. And then I'm going to go. Like, I want to take Wolves over Villa. But I think I'm going to go with a 1 1 draw. 1 1 draw, okay. I'm going to take Villa over Wolves just because Villa's home and they just lost to. Spurs, I think they're going to try to clap back against Wolves. I still think Wolves are going to be able to score. I think Jimenez is going to either assist or score. So um, I'm giving them a goal, but I'm taking Villa 2-1. Moving on, Man U Leicester. I'm going to take Man U. Uh, Oh, shit. What? 3-1. Now I'm going 2-1, but 3-1's a lot. Yeah, Ronaldo didn't start, though. That's fair, but still. So. Bro, we have so much attacking power, I have to give it. Oh my god! What? The Dodgers just walked off against the Cardinals on a two-run homer. Yeah, the Dodgers are legit. Yeah, but All a walk-off right. home run in the playoff deserves an oh my god an interruption on a recording. I'm sorry. Again, I'm a sports nerd. Um, I'm a sports media major. So big number to little number. What what big yeah, number should I take? Graduate. Um, I'm taking um um three nil. I'm yeah, going sure. four. Yeah, I was gonna take four now. I'm not. I, I regretted taking four, not taking four too many times already this season. I'm taking four. Yeah. And uh, then now we start going one for one. Um, yes, sir. I am going to take Brighton two nil. Yes, good good idea. Two nil. Yeah, I, I'm doing that same thing because Norwich doesn't know what a goal is. Um. Yes. I'm taking a draw here. Southampton taking, and Leeds. 1-1. I'm taking Leeds one nil because there's no James Ward Prowse in this game. You get suspended for the next game when you get a red card. Not having James Ward Prowse is huge. Yeah, let me double check their lineup real quick. Their lineup's not going to be released for this game. I'm just it's... looking at what they did last time. Oh. Because they, they tend to run a 4-4-2. Two, two, two. Okay. 
Mm. Yeah, what? nah. I, I need to go back and change it. Uh, I'll take Leeds winning. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm still. I'm going with that one now. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll copy you. Sorry for being a little bitch, but whatever. That's fair. Um. I want to go. I want to take Brentford so bad. I want to take Brentford so bad. But I'm I'm not a crack or um three one. Two nil. Two nil. Okay. Two nil. See what what I'm really surprised about is the way that Brentford's still been able to attack. So I could yeah, see Chelsea this game are going so defensive. They're so, so defensive. So good at it too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think they were able to break down a couple teams. Fair. Surprisingly. So I I'll give them a goal. This one's a fun one though. Yeah, so who are you I don't. Taking West Ham, Everton. I'm gonna take Everton here. Okay. I'm gonna go two one. I like that they're home. They've been playing quite well. I know they just drew Man U and everything. But I'm going to have to take West Ham. I'm going to take West Ham 2-1. I'm just going to switch it up. I'm really interested to see what West Ham can do because... I just don't... We've been talking bounce backs a lot lately, and bounce backs haven't necessarily happened, so I don't know how well they bounce back after losing to Brentford at home and then having to go on the road to Everton. I just really like that um, midfield matchup. Fair. Fair. Like when when you look at it, just from like West Ham's perspective, you have Sojic and Rice. Then you have Ben Rama, typically in Did, the middle. Who who in Rice? Uh, I always fuck up his name. Sujic? Thomas Suchek? Suchek. Yeah, I strips. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I take their two CDMs and then Ben Rama uh, as their cam over what Everton will probably do, which I don't see them really swapping up their formation. From what they ran against Man U. There. I don't know. I just I I I see I see Everton winning this game. And also, yeah. Everton don't like even though Everton were able to score and um. Gray looks fucking amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. Gray, Gray Gray's a beast. Lewin is still out. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm still gonna take West Ham. Uh, this one's me or you? This one's you. Okay, Spurs. Um, two now. I'm gonna take that also. Did you start off? Yeah, but we went one, two, one, two. We did two, two, and then one, two, one, two. Because me, you, me. 
Oh, yeah, I accidentally did the West Ham Everton one first. Oh, so then I'll do this one, too. Um, Arsenal Palace. Arsenal's at home. Uh, uh. Palace, infinity to nothing. No, I'm kidding. 1-1. Yeah, I'm going to go 1-1 also. I like that. I like that score. An aggressive 1-1. I like that. I think it's going to be an aggressive, hard-played, scrappy 1-1 draw. Yeah, just because I can see Palace letting up a goal, and then, of course, I can see Arsenal letting up a goal. It's Arsenal. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, with the scores 54 to 40, uh, we will see what see happens you... next week. Hopefully, Brian's It's not able next to week. Catch... It's two weeks. Ah, oh, damn it. You International so... break. Yeah. Speaking of quick thing about the international break, um, Italy lost to Spain today. Oh, that was massive. They lost their first game in like two and a half years. Like three years. Um, yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Gavi had an unbelievable debut as the Spain's youngest debutant ever. Um, what position yeah. does he play? He's a midfielder. Yeah. Oh, I've heard the name, but I'm sort of curious. Theron Torres also played like a beast. Wait, who? Gavi? Gavi, yeah. Gavi. Okay. I thought you said Gabby. No, Gavi. Like um, Gavi. And I was like, I was like, yo, like, Gabby is like 40. Like, what are you talking about? No, Gavi with a V. Yeah, no, I see, I see. All right, yo, I'm curious to see uh, the way that he's going to play. Yep. But Spain have a lot of young midfield maestros up in the making, so I'm, he's I am also be a Barcelona kid. If, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you got another goat on your hands over there. Yeah. Midfield of Pedri and Gavi. Yeah, it's literally going to be Avi and Iniesta 2.0. I wouldn't go that far yet. I mean, that was devastating on both club and international level for about a decade. Yeah, if well, we'll we'll see what they can actually develop into. But if they're able to develop into anything what they're expected, it's going to be the 2.0. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be better, but 2.0. Just yeah. different. So so before we sign off, um, I don't know if Carl is aware of this, but we hit a year of this show last week. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. And did, did we hit it? A thousand in a year. I don't know. I didn't check. I didn't check on the day of the year, but we're over a thousand total downloads now. All right. So then, screw it. We hit a thousand in a year. Yeah, that's what we're going to go with. Um, so that's yep. a huge huge thanks to everybody who's tuned in. Um, yep. Thank you very much. We love doing it. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks after the international break. And I was not expecting you crazy crackheads to actually like us that much. Thank you very much. Much love. Finger guns again. And we'll see you later. 
We'll see you later. Peace.